Well, it was a rough night in Florida, probably continuing into a rough morning. But so far, uh, no deaths. No deaths reported. Uh, I don't know if I should expect that deaths will be reported. But right now, we just have massive flooding and uh, two and a half million people without power. Although a headline out this morning says that already 500,000 people have had their power restored. So it's looking good. It's looking optimistic. Hurricane Ian has been downgraded to a tropical storm. But according to this article on Fox News, it is expected to re-strengthen. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. You can't trust mainstream media with things like that. Because they want you to keep coming back. Keep, keep clicking back. Keep checking in. Don't change the channel. Be the first to know that Hurricane Ian is coming back. But it slammed the, the Gulf side of Florida and uh, basically took two counties off the grid. And, uh, well, you know, one thing we never heard about, at least it wasn't really thrown in our face like everything else, is that the, the entire island of Cuba lost power because of this hurricane. So, of course, uh, information is still developing regarding this hurricane. There's some pretty gnarly pictures. People got boats in their front yard and supercars in their duck ponds. Do you have duck ponds in Florida? Or, or do they, would you call that a mosquito farm? Or an, or an alligator farm. But everybody's going to be covering the hurricane today. And, and everybody's also going to be covering, or has been covering at least, the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines that are running natural gas from Russia into Europe. And I don't know, I go back and forth. On one hand, I feel like, yeah, I should cover these things at least to some degree. And on the other hand, I think, ah, why? You know, in an effort to set myself apart, I feel like maybe I should cover some different things. But I don't know. What do you think? Send me an email, therealearthfox at protonmail.com. I'd appreciate your feedback. And I'd appreciate it even more if it's nice. Be nice. Not enough people are nice on the internet. I hooked up with this guy and I mean, not, not hooked up in that way. All right, calm down. This guy in Texas has a YouTube channel. He's documenting his uh, hair replacement surgery. I'm not sure why I haven't. I feel guilty now telling you about it and, and not, not knowing the full story. But the point is, 
we came across each other online and we've been sharing each other's content across Twitter. And he's really nice. And we're both nice to each other. Imagine that. Complete strangers meeting online and being nice to each other. And not our conversations do not naturally devolve into racism and your mama jokes. It's beautiful. And we just had a we just brought another person into our little self-promotion group now we're subscribing to each other's youtube channels and podcast feeds by the way if you're not already subscribed on apple podcasts or spotify or stitcher or wherever you enjoy finer podcasts please subscribe and uh Give me a five-star rating and a nice review, too, if you've got time and you wouldn't mind. I'm not about giving... I mean, when you hear stories about Twitter being, like, up to 80% bots, and it's... The, I mean, Twitter comes out and tells Elon Musk that it's only 5% bots, and then Elon Musk goes, mm, I'm not sure my independent analysis shows that it may be closer to 20. And then prior to that, you see stories that say, oh, well, actually, Twitter may be as much as 48% bots. And then a new analysis comes out that says, actually, we could be looking at 80% bot accounts on Twitter. I can't bring myself to trust Twitter enough to pay money to promote myself there. And it's the same with Google and Facebook. So I rely on you to share. Share it with your friends at work, school, your family. Please. You're my only hope. At this point, and I'm not embarrassed to say it, even though it sounds a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> but imagine how much better this world would be if we were all just nice to each other, especially on the Internet, which is how we communicate. Anymore. I mean, I stay in touch with my buddies and over my vacation I met up with a guy I haven't seen in 10 years, probably, or, or, or longer. And it was like we'd never stopped hanging out. It was awesome. I had a great time. But we've, we've stayed in touch through the internet and playing online video games. And of course, I mean, we're friends. We went to high school together. So it's not hard to be nice to, you know, a longtime friend. But people online are so terrible to each other because there's no fear of getting bitch slapped. I can say whatever I want to this random anonymous person online because he can't. And I mean, yeah, sure. I say some mean things to people online, too. But it's now part of our culture and it's going to be. I mean, if if things continue the way they've been going. It's going to become an even bigger part of our culture. Because Mark Zuckerberg wants to take 
Facebook, now Meta is what he likes to call it, and he's going to turn it into a virtual world. It's going to be like, I mean, I don't know, first-person Sims. Or you have your own online space. It's a cool idea. But it's cool in the way that globalism is cool. It'd be great if these concepts would be implemented without sort of the the baseline boot-on-the-neck agenda that persists among leadership. Or at least elements of leadership. And you hear about guys like George Soros who are essentially funding crime and illegal immigration in our country. And then people like Bill Gates who are, uh, or who is, you know, buying up all of the farmland and mosquito farms and, uh, you know, contributing to worldwide vaccination efforts that actually cause outbreaks in, in, you know, underdeveloped countries. Personally, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in an optimistic future and globalist future. I mean, we reference things like, uh, you know, 1984 by George Orwell and, you know, A Brave New World and all these other dystopian writings because that's where it looks like we're heading. These new global leaders that dominate the media, they, they're, uh, they look like real world representations of, you know, the guy who was the bad guy in, in V for Vendetta. Oh, I I know you're screaming it at me right now, but I got to look it up. Ah, Sutler, Chancellor Sutler, yeah. He was the bad guy. He was the he was the head bad guy in a sea of bad guys that existed in that movie. But it's kind of funny. <clears throat> Chancellor Sutler was played by John Hurt. And John Hurt was the star in the film adaptation of 1984. Which came out in, you guessed it, 1984. We're blowing lids off. We're exposing facts. They're very important. <laughs> and see, in, in V for Vendetta, who, who th- so the establishment was the bad guy. And V was the terrorist. And I think, I think we need to reevaluate. I don't know. I'm, I'm stalling because honestly, this goddamned censor culture censorship culture 
has it's it's affected me to the point where I feel like I need to censor myself. Because the FBI is kicking everyone's door down and ruining their lives for the things that they say. For the stands that they take against the tyranny and against the oppression of this installed regime. You are a terrorist to this globalist Department of Justice if you stand up to them and speak against their narrative. So are you okay with that? Are you okay with being called a terrorist when you stand up for your freedoms and fight in whatever form to hold on to your country as it was and as it should be? according to our founding documents. Racist, misogynist, homophobe, transphobe. Those words are all worn out. But what about terrorist? What about insurrectionist? rioter have those words lost their impact when I read stories about January 6th I feel a little perturbed when they write things like insurrectionist and rioter but in reference to the entire year of, of looting and burning by Antifa and Black Lives Matter groups that have now been exposed as total shams and, and you know, money laundering, essentially money, money laundering operations, as it's being reported. They're called protesters. So are, are you okay with being classified as a terrorist? Does that scare you? Because you should, you, you really should level with yourself. Take a look in the mirror and decide if you're going to let that scare you away from doing the right thing. Because more and more of us will be called terrorists as the, the Biden administration persists in its domination of, of American politics. And we may, we may take control, we'll take a large portion of the control of our government back in November, assuming we have fair elections and assuming you go vote. 
Because as I've said before, if we go vote, if all of us go vote, there's no way that they can hide their cheating. They might cheat. They probably will cheat. It's all on the line. This is, this is life and death on the line here. That's why all of these creatures are being exposed for the scum that they are. Because it's a life and death struggle. They can't worry too much about keeping up appearances. If they lose, they're done. So you have to ask yourself, what are they willing to do? In my opinion, anything, everything, whatever it takes. And that's the kind of language being used. We have to do whatever it takes to defend democracy. Whatever it takes? Really? Yeah, believe them. I mean, look what they've been doing. And even if we win back control in November, we still won't have control of the media. We will still be discredited, delegitimized, and called terrorists. It will be back to constant attacks in the media. And that's why I have no faith in politics. And I have no faith in our politicians, not the ones in control now. I don't have faith that the right candidates are going to win. Because if you were paying attention months and months ago, you would see, and I reported on it as well, the DNC is funding candidates that they think they can beat, candidates with scandals that they can expose in the media and use to manipulate the election further. And I just... I. I would love to know from a moderate Democrat, how do you, how do you feel? I mean, not even a moderate Democrat, a Democrat that contributes, a Democrat that contributes to Democrat campaigns. I would love to know, how do you feel about the, your national committee giving your donations to Republican candidates simply because the Democrat believes that's a beatable candidate. I mean, what if it's not? What if it's not a beatable candidate? And the RNC, the Republican National Committee, worked tirelessly to keep candidates off of the ballot. And then one of the heads of the European Union comes out and makes threats to the population saying, oh, if you vote for the wrong person, we're going to sanction the shit out of your country. Hmm. They're taking your voice away because they don't like what you say. 
And they call Giorgia Maloney, the new prime minister in Italy, a far-right fascist. Okay, well then how did she get elected in liberal Europe? How did she get elected in liberal Italy? Because maybe she's not as far right as they tell you on the news. Maybe she's not a fascist at all. Go right now. You know what? I'm going to do it for you. No, wait. I take it back. I can't. I can't because it's she's speaking Italian. So you got to be able to read the subtitles. But it's good. Go watch a Georgia Maloney speech. There, There's great clips that are like two minutes long. It's actually a little bit inspiring. And full disclosure, you can see why the globalist leadership would uh, be real afraid. And, and, and jump to call her a fascist as fast as possible because... It's forceful, it's energetic, it's inspiring, I think I said already. It gives me hope. And I'm, I, I, admittedly, I'm very skeptical about what's to come in November. And I can't discuss it publicly, but I've, I've made commitments to myself about actions that I'm going to take if it appears that we've been scammed again in this next election. Thank you all very much for listening. I appreciate you, all of my new subscribers. Thank you for joining me. Please share the show. I'll be back. Goodbye.